This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And this is For The Players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation 8, plus years in that games media combined, we'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and all the other podcast things. If you want to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash thepopculturist. Head over there, check out the tiers. Might be something there that interests y'all. If you do support us on Patreon, you can watch us record this show live like we're doing for the first time in like fucking three weeks because we've been really slack. Well, I've been really slack. It's a busy time. It's a busy time. Like We've, we've had the most sporadic sh- recording schedule, so we haven't done it. But mm. I do want to be better to Patreon in the future. Probably should be better to Patreon. Lucky for you, the year's nearly over, so we can have a fresh start. Yeah, we can be like, and January! Yeah. New things, and then do the same shit for 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> With the same amount of viewers. <laughs> That's it. And if you want to support, if you want to show the love of pop culture on your body, head to popculturist.com slash shopping. You buy shirts like this, and like this. It's the same shirt, but it's a different color. And we are also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash popculturist, where you can see us uh, replay games and do other things. You weren't kidding about peanut butter on the table. Oh, yeah. So, for those that don't know, my son was in here this morning as I was getting this ready. He's like, Daddy, Daddy, toast. I'm like, yeah. So, he's camped up here. He's like, What a time to find out you have a severe peanut allergy. (laughs) (laughs) How's the things, man? How's the the weeks? Oh, man, it's busy. Yeah, fucked, isn't it? It's a busy time of year in the the aircon industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone (laughs) wants their shit fixed before Christmas. Can't do it. How long's been brewing for? About four years. Yeah, yeah. Never, never worked properly. Probably since it's been installed seventeen years ago. Oh, that's so you now. Know, you call you us two weeks before Christmas. That's not. <laughs> We've been accused of ruining Christmas before too. That's fine. Because they wouldn't have heating for their family. Do you have like a, <clears throat> a Christmas bump or Christmas like urgency pay? No. That's what you should have. No. We work hard enough as it is. <laughs> We're not doing any like weekend call outs. No, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, like, they're like, hey, it's two weeks from Christmas. Like, yeah, but can you come fix it? Like, no, but the if thing you pay a hundred bucks, you can probably get it on Tuesday. No, the thing is, but you can't, because if you go there and it's broken, but it needs a part, well, you got to order the part. Mm. You, you can't just fix it then and there. And the DCs are, most of them already closed as it is. Do you, you have, to, you you have to rely on whatever's in the you van. You can't express order from a DC that's closed you can't express order anyway no no, I mean you just get there expressly ah, you yeah. get there like <laughs> still six weeks yeah Money. It'll, it'll still be fixed next year but you're giving me a hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> but you just pay extra for yeah. the knowledge I found out that I have had skin cancer kinda whoa I have a benign tumour on my arm brutal dude not really oh no you like didn't really <gasps> affect, didn't really oh affect. cool no I was at the doctor something else because my chronic chest yeah, pain how'd, how'd you go I got an x-ray it's all good it's just wear and tear to the chest. I'm smoking. like, hey, I've also got this thing. He looks at it, he's like, it's benign. I was like, oh, okay. I, yeah. Well, it's benign. Just I only it. have one. <laughs> Where's the other eight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to get removed or anything. It's going to let it chill out there. That's fine. Apparently, my uncle is always needing to get new ones freezed and removed. It's fucking horrifying. So I'm, yeah. And because I'm, I'm flying solo, I'm like, well, how do I like check? my crack and my back and stuff what friends are for Ryan <laughs> <laughs> Mike 
Nice. <laughs> so what is there cancer? Oh no, it's just yeah. That's a lot of hair. <laughs> <laughs> part the part the hair he sees. <laughs> uh, what a quality start to an episode, everyone. Three minutes, not less than three minutes in, and there's already talked about hairy butts. Ooh. It's that time of year. It's fucking bonkers. I'm so exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Because you're over games. Yeah, I'm a little bit. A little bit. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of the burnout. Like it's been, yeah, six months flat of working in them and doing this. It's. I need to chill. Yeah, I had that game burnout. Mm. Break did me good though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, back, I'm a, back. Firing an all thumbsticks. Yeah, we got two weeks off over Christmas and New Year, mm. and I'll just probably just chill the fuck out, and then hopefully come back strong. Watch some wrestling. Mm, maybe. maybe. You will. I probably. You're will. too far in there. Yeah, I'm too fine. I think because I don't think the weekly stop. I think they just keep going. So yeah, no, they they never stop. They don't have days off. <laughs> Stoked. But uh, what have you been playing? Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. Pokedex up to one thirty six out of one fifty. Well, so I just need a couple of Pikachu exclusives and the trade evolutions and Mewtwo. But Mewtwo <coughs> fucking whoops me. Kicking you in the butt. For the legendaries, you have to beat them in battle first, and then and then you them. can start doing the the fucking garbage throwing shit. Um, but yeah, Mewtwo just one-shots my whole team at the moment. Whew. But there, there, there's a cutscene, though, when you throw the Master Ball at Mewtwo. Mm. Uh, a friend of mine told me about it. Not really, but fuck it. It's not spoilery. Everyone knows you, you throw the Master ball at, You throw the Master Ball at Mewtwo, and it goes to a cutscene where he fucking whacks it out of the way. He's like, get fucked! <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes back at ya, but the Master Ball like loops around and gets him in the back and catches him. Oh. And then you can drop him in the daycare. <laughs> And then make him unnecessarily <laughs> fuck other cool. Pokemon. Just like you know, you throw the master ball. You're like, yeah, here we go. And it's like, oh no, that sounds cool. Rad. Sounds pretty rad. I do like the the 3D setup, as we mentioned last week, of the, the Pokemans. It really yeah, adds no, something. Nice. It feels like Pokemon Stadium in a way. Mm. I mean, we had 3D Pokemon sprites on the N64. Yeah, a bit blocky. But I, I dig the um the wild the Pokemon in the wild is the big thing for me. You know, as a new walk and you see oh. a fucking Fero and you're yeah, like... Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't Dang. on board with that initially, like when I was reading about it. But playing it, it's much better. It makes it... So, like, it better. takes all the garbage out of the game. Like going through Mount Moon with the Zubats. Like, there's still a lot of Zubats. Good. But you <laughs> just fucking go, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, mucking around with like catch combo chaining and stuff like that. Yeah, so like, you know, that's the thing. Like, you catch X amount, it reduces your chance of a shiny, whatever, whatever. Yeah, and it also increases the, <clears throat> the chance of a rare spawn for that area coming. So I'm like in the grass trying to find a pincer. So I'm like catching just weeping bells. Just, oh no. And then I hear the cry. Uh, I hear something. I'm like, what sound is that? And I see the shadow on the ground of a Dragonite. Because that spawned a Dragonite above me. So I hopped on my Charizard, flew up and caught the Dragonite. I was like, that's fucking rad! That's cool. What? Yeah, it was really <laughs> cool. Um, does a lot of good things. I am a bit disappointed with the post game. Because mm. a lot of the... When they do like fire red and leaf green. Like when you beat the Elite Four, a whole new area kind of opened up you could go to on the SSN. And like in Gold or Silver, you beat the Johto region. Then you can go back and do the Kanto region. Whereas this, it's just... That's it. You beat the Elite Four. It's the, like the original. It's like, it is like, yeah. I would have liked more reason to keep playing, but I'm nearly filled the Pokedex and then I'm not going to play it anymore mm-hmm. because I don't need, I'm not doing the online stuff with this. Nah, one. fuck that. Because you, you have to pay for Nintendo online. Yeah. Like, and it's just the whole like trying to get like the perfect stats with the perfect nature and then breeding moves and all that. I just, I'm not in it. No, that that's, too, that's, too, that's when Pokemon doesn't become fun anymore. Mm. 
A bit, yeah, it's fun to do like if you're doing it while like watching TV. Yeah, because you can just mindlessly kind of. Uh, I bought an Xbox yesterday. Hey. Yeah, I by bought I obtained an Xbox yesterday. It's not fully paid for yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck it out. The Game Pass is so good, and all that really pushed me to get it is because I was looking at Mutant Year Zero: Road to Eden because I thought, oh, this you know the trailer came out at E3. I was like, that looks interesting, and then it just launched to like. There was no real... But I'm like, what about this game? And I'm like, it's already out. And Joel says, oh, yeah, it's on the Game Pass. And I was like, fuck. Like, that's just more value for the Game Pass because it's $55 on the PSN. Um, so, yeah. I got got an Xbox One S, the white one. Controller looks amazing. Like, just white with the black joystick. It's so good. A uh, dollar for the Game Pass for mm-hmm. the first month. Um, I've got the Halo collection to play. I've got that new Ashen game to play, which is really well. I played Mutant Year Zero all last night. Let's see if Thieves can jump back into later. The Game Pass is fucking ridiculously good. Yeah, PlayStation are truly missing out by not having something like the Game I get why Pass. they don't have to at the moment. Yeah. But they... I don't It's just so good. I, just, I can't put it into any other words. And even... I downloaded eight games last night that I really want to play, but there's at least 20 more on there that I'm like, I'm interested in trying that at some point. Like State of Decay, Dead Rising, mm. the Tomb Raider games are on there, the whole Gears of War franchise is on there. Like, I want to try these at some point too. It's, am- it's, am- it's just amazing. It's it's really good. Mutant Zero is pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. It. I didn't realise it was like a uh, XCOM style of combat. Well, yeah, me either. So when I, I, I put up the trailer last night after you and Joel were chatting about it, and I was like, oh, I like the idea of this giant pig man, this duck man, mm. and this fox man, I think it was. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I know. So in, the, in the trailer, they showed, like, duck man, pig man, and another guy. I think it's a girl, but she mutates, because they're mutants. Oh, sweet. So it's like, it's, like, set in the future, like, way in the future. Um, and as you're walking around the map from that isometric point of view... Uh, you find like remnants of humanity called artifacts. It's like it's called a far looker. It's a telescope. It's called a boombox. And they're like, you know, what's this boombox thing? It's like if you push the red button, it goes boom. Don't touch it. <laughs> so, you know, just little quips like that. Um, something about a, a fruit that plays music because they found an iPod. And mm-hmm. they're like, how? Man, the ancients were fucking weird. <laughs> like, about yeah. our, our, you know, our <clears throat> our generation. Um, yeah, it's, it plays like XCOM, surprisingly, but it seems not quite as hardcore, because um, XCOM was very intense. But it's, it's got like, you know, you you move on a grid, you got a certain amount of moves per turn, you know, you can take cover, you can go into Overwatch mode where you don't do anything, but if the enemy moves in your line of sight, then during their turn you take a shot at them. It's really cool. It's really cool. Um you upgrade your mutant powers and you got a couple of inventory slots for new helmets. You know, so mm. there's a little bit of RPG progression in there too. Very cool. Um, story seems pretty cool. I played probably three hours last night. Story seems not amazing. Very nice. Not, not exactly an original story, but serviceable. But yeah, it's really cool, really pretty, really unique art style. Uh, I really like it so far. And Sick. I got to play it for a buck. Yeah. Minus the cost of the Xbox on top of it. But, yeah, but that... That yeah. pays for itself. Yeah. I'm so convinced that in like two months, the Xbox will have paid for itself because I've spent nearly $300 on games in the last six weeks. You know, Fallout 76, Pokemon, the Destiny Forsaken pack. It's just, it's, I'm so keen to jump into Halo as well. Yeah. No, that's I've been wanting to <clears throat> forever. Same. Like we, we, when we picked up the Xbox, 
early this year or no, this like time two last year? years really, ago. Yeah, when Battlefield One came out, mm. um, and that that's that video. And Battlefield is One's on the Game Pass now yeah. as well. Oh really? Nice. Uh, Hellblade's coming to it tomorrow. Ooh. Ori in the Blind Forest is coming to it tomorrow. Yeah, I want Ori. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just crazy. Yes, yeah, so like two years ago, like we picked it up, and I think I've used it. Like whenever we've received a code mm. for something from um, Xbox, like when we see if they've saved decay, Forza. Uh, and we got and, and and the odd random third. The odd random game. one, like two K centers one on the Xbox. Um, yeah. But yes, like I've barely turned it on, mm. honestly, and I I do I don't like that it just sits there. Mm. Like I really obviously we're around a PlayStation show. I really enjoy playing PlayStation all the fucking time. Oh yeah, me too. But <clears throat> maybe maybe on your break it might be good to jump into some of those Xbox games. Maybe so jump into Gears, jump into Halo, uh, Ori. You know? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to give Ori a go. Uh, so my plans so sea of far. Thieves with me and Alex. Yeah, so probably some Sea of Thieves uh, might. Jump back in the Last of Us again. Try kick that off. Forget mm. to finally finish that one, um, and then probably just hang the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, um. but yeah, no, because like this week I don't know what I've played. I don't think I have played that much. Or WWE. Yeah, I did play some WWE last night. I got really mad at the submission system because stupid. Uh, we've been playing a lot of PSVR at work. Yep. Just because we thought, why not? We've got we got get we um we got given one. Obviously, we got donated a bit of PSVR a while back. We haven't really used it, so I was like, well, let's fucking hook it up. <clears throat> so we've we've had thousand cables later. Oh yeah, that's that's the worst thing. I hate that so much. Um, yeah, one of the guys was playing Drop Simulator. He punched the wall. It was hysterical. Um, <laughs> Better the wall. Than another the guy was playing Super Hot and yeah. hit, hit the table. It's awesome. I love it. And then on Wednesday, we had one of our younger, mem- one of my younger members, Caleb. Um, he start to finish completed. I expect you to die in the whole wow. one session. Good man. You and fucking hard. well done. It took Good me stuff. like two. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he he was like he was piss farting around at the start, and then he kind of worked out what the me- the, mm. the mechanics of it is and how it'd be like. Oh, it's a big problem solving thing. So it's like a chain of events. Kids these days are on a word. He's just like, he's once like, they click, he's on like something. sixteen. So he's not yeah, like he's okay. eleven or anything, but like eight. But he's just like. He yeah. just tears through it. And then literally as his mum comes to pick him up... Credits. Credits. Nice. I'm like... What'd you do today? Yeah, and then his mum's like, what's this? Like, he's pushing VR. He's like, what's that? I'm like, it's virtual reality. So you put it on in your another world. She's like, can I have a go? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So we put, we put her in the Ocean Descent one from <laughs> VR Worlds. Yeah. I'm like, look, I didn't tell my mum this, but you're there is a shark, a shark. And you're just going to scare the shit out of you. Are you afraid of sharks or deep water? She's like, no, I'm all right. Yeah, I have common sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she and she blew her away. Cool. Blew her away. Maybe he'll, Caleb will end up with a PSVR at home. Maybe for Christmas yeah. he gets a PSVR. Inf- hashtag Sandy, influencers. Sandy Clouds. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, like I've been meaning to boot to jump back in a Red Dead, um, just because I do want to to play that and I really enjoy it. Um, but just haven't it's been been fucking busy. It's okay to be mm. burnt out on the games. <laughs> <laughs> you found a new passion, mm. which you've started buying merch for. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, let's talk in, instead. Let's talk about the news, the things that happened this week in PlayStation. Now, as we do come closer to Christmas, yeah. there isn't a whole lot going on. There's so we, 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 we've managed to pick a couple of things. Yeah, I've got five things. Let's go with that, Josh. We should also actually mention before we do this that we are having one more show 
before the end of the year. It'll come out on Christmas Eve. Yep. Uh, we hope to make it a Q&A show, so if you have anything you want to ask us or you want to tell us how good we are or tell us we are fucking shit, yeah. please do all the social stuff. So the FTP Q&A, we will have that... Uh, we'll, we'll get that up on... Start the hashtag, Ryan. Monday or Tuesday. Hashtag FTP QA. <coughs> Xmas QA. Oh, fuck I hate it. it so much. I think it's something better. Or I just went hashtag it all because hashtags are dumb. Yeah. Number one, Jeff Keighley said he was surprised to discover that the 2018 show numbers for the Game Awards didn't just increase, they leapt up 128% over to 26.2 million global live streams. By comparison, the 2018 Oscars hit viewership of... uh, viewership low of 26.5 mil uh, Golden Globes were down to 18.7 and the Emmys hit a new low as well dropping to 10.2 the Thursday night event became one of Twitch's biggest live streams to date with more than 1.13 million concurrent viewers watching the program at its peak so last year's one the viewers leapt by just over 200% because it was streaming in China mm-hmm. <coughs> and he went into this year's one actually expecting a drop because you know, he got up 200% you know, yeah, like there's you only so much growth. I can only go down, but he actually went up by another 128%, getting more viewers than the Golden Globes, the Emmys, and only down 300k from the Oscars. Wow. Well, see, the thing is, those ceremonies have been going on for so long, and people are bored with them. Yeah. Like, because it, it's, it's, it's the fo- same thing. Yeah, it's full of the same shit, and they, they don't, because they don't have... They the, don't do, like, premieres and all that. No, they don't have yeah. trailers, they don't have... You know, Sheik Hydrobot, they don't have, you know, um, the, go- the Doof Moya. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they don't have the fun of the Game Awards. So that it makes total sense why. They're all very serious. Yeah, they're all very serious. You know, yeah. the hosts do some stuff and all that. But yeah, but then you surround in other controversy now, like, you know, not mm. to get political, Kevin but Hart. like Kevin Hart getting sacked for a tweet he did a decade ago. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. To his, to his credit, though, fucking standing strong and being like, no, I apologise for what I said, but... Uh, no, he did end up actually apologising. Oh, did he? Yeah, I'm sorry if I offended Oh, him, fuck. Or, the last I no, heard, he's he like... He stood strong for a couple of days, but... Uh, he, yeah, last I heard, he's like, it was 10 years ago. Yeah. I've grown as a human. I'm like, I'm not going to do the gig no, he anymore. He did another one after that, which was the whole the Hollywood... Boo, yeah. boo, boo, Kevin Hart, boo. Not for the racist stuff, but boo for apologizing. Well, no, because it's one of those things. Like, if I was held accountable for the shit I said 10 years ago, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. We were dumb kids then. I think, are any of the stuff you said 10 years ago still on the internet? I hope not. The podcast you used to do? No, that's well, that's well deleted. <laughs> well deleted. <laughs> when you started actually handing out resumes, like, this has to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it's really cool for the Game Awards. You know, I still find it okay to watch but you know Jeff Keel is obviously very passionate and he's very involved and the bigger it gets the more he can bring to it with announcements yeah like as we mentioned last week though I still believe he should take a step back and just be the behind the scenes get another host and get another host who would you get though I don't know Troy Baker or something yeah yeah I suppose because you wouldn't but the thing with hosts for these kind of stuff is they're like instantly recognisable people from a large like you know you get who the fuck's Jeff Keely to most people no, but now he is because yeah. he's built it up. But you know what I mean? Like, you can't get Corey Barlog to host it because mm. the majority of people are going to go, uh, Yeah, get Troy Baker, yeah. get... Um, like Nolan North Nolan and Troy North. Baker. Just get, get him to do that, you know, whatever. Yeah, I would love for Troy Baker and Nolan North to do a buddy cop show. They have a show on YouTube. Do they? They play games together. They play old retro oh. games together. No, but I mean, like, do, like, a... A buddy cop. Like a TV show. Yeah, like a TV show. That would be show. rad. That would be, be rad. I'd be very happy with that. Um, but like, they would bring a great dynamic of the yeah. two of them. It would kind of be like but that I time... Think, uh, sorry, I think pulling in someone from outside the industry would not... No, it wouldn't It wouldn't flow. be good because it's like, well, what the fuck do you know about what... 
Well, we it's, love. it's just like as jarring when like Panic at the Disco dude, as you mentioned last week, yeah. you know, in Christopher Waltz, like let people rock up. Having said that, after that, mm. he streamed Fortnite for twelve hours because Harley was watching him. She watched all twelve hours. Was he any good? <laughs> he got two kills. Yeah, man. But um, yeah. So like you know that like. One of the greatest things to happen to the Oscars was when Tina Fey and um, Amy Poehler yeah, yeah, yeah. did it because their fans like their comedic timing is fantastic. They're beautiful together yeah. and like they nailed it. And I think Nolan North and, and Troy Beck could be the Game Awards version of that because when Jeff's presenting, it's very serious. And but I'd it's like also it it's also be... like he knows the fucking time. He knows that schedule. So oh yeah, he's, yeah. he's always got his cogs going. He's constantly pushing forward. Um, when they but it be. is very, yeah. It's very like let's get to the point. There's no fun. Like, there's mm. no lightheartedness in the presentation, really. Yeah. Until you get someone fun to come up and actually talk, and then they just get ignored as he goes. Okay, and the next thing we're gonna like talk- halfway through whatever they're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but, but anyway, it's it's all good for, for games. Uh, Doom creator John Romero and Romero My Games. It's for you. <laughs> announced Monday on the 25th anniversary of Doom, a free megawad they are releasing for the original Doom game Ooh. called Sigil. Sigil is comprised of a total of 18 new levels with nine for single player and nine for deathmatch that will be released mid-February 2019. Players must own the original 1993 registered version of Doom to be able yes. to play the new levels. According to Romero Games, Sigil is a spiritual successor to the fourth episode of Doom. We'll pick up right where the last one left off. Two limited edition fan boxes of Sigil, created by Limited Run Games, will also be available to pre-order up until December 24th. Both fan boxes will feature music by legendary metal guitarist Buckethead, including a custom song that was written solely for Sigil, <laughs> along with cover art by Christopher Lovell, who is known for his detailed sci-fi fan. So you can actually buy, for a limited time, you can actually like buy the original Doom with all this new stuff in it. Looks cool. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. And the, the, the cover art box and everything just looks incredible. Yeah, no, we did get that. Uh, this press release did come through. And as I read it, I'm like, fuck. There is a... Uh, pretty hefty petition to get uh, Doom Guy in Mortal Kombat 11. He would fit so well. He would. That'd be fantastic. Uh, and this isn't just like a, a little like, you know, hey guys, let's do it. On Reddit, it had like something like 80,000 people yeah. like, fuck yes, let's get that going. And someone else, how about we get him in Smash? <laughs> so that wouldn't fit. He would just, mo- like, <laughs> yeah. just pound it. He would, f- can you ma- like the fatality could be like the chainsaw. Yeah, or the, the new the new stabby thing he yeah. has. Every, you pretty know. much any any of the, what do they call the, when they're flashing and you do the melee and you uh, do the thing. Punching close, a- any close of that quarter combat be, shit. Yeah, that could be like cool fatalities. Yeah, and, just, you um, know. and he's got the weapon arsenal for it. Yeah, I think it'd be very, very cool. Yeah, no, I'm in. I back that. I back that wholeheartedly. Give me all of that. Come on, Bethesda, do that. Do it. Four uh, A Games and de- publisher Deep Silver were planning to release Metro Exodus on February 22nd, but they have good news for the fans of the post-apocalyptic franchise. Me, the game is now arriving a little earlier. Exodus will now release on February 15th, meaning it will no longer be launching alongside Anthem. Instead, its com- competition will be Crackdown Three on Xbox One, as well as Far Cry New Dawn. The latter game was announced at the Game Awards. You know what I love that everyone's like we need to get we need to get away from February twenty second. So let's they go all move the back. Fi- away. Like, let's go to the fifteenth. <laughs> Next thing you know, eight people at the fifteenth. Like <laughs> fuck. Uh, that's all good news <laughs> for me because uh, yeah, I played Metro twenty thirty three. Was I think I named it the best game I played this year that wasn't released. This yeah, year. I think you. Yeah, uh, and both of those twenty thirty three and Last Light, the sequel, are on Games Pass as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just need to play Last Light before then because uh, the game looks fucking 
the game looks so good. Yeah, we'll we'll get to uh, some 2019 yeah. games in the future. If, if there's but, one uh, thing Metro does did well was the atmospheric horror and the fucking with your head. Um, so I'm really keen to see what they can do like with this on the new generation. Yeah, it, it does it look sick. I do like that they've instead uh, moved forward. That, that, like, that says something in terms of an optics that shows an incredible confidence in that game mm-hmm. and that's good they're like we are so stoked on it we're gonna get it a week earlier and it's mm-hmm. only a week and a week's nothing mm-hmm. but and I get wanting to move away from it's Anthem good PR. but because no one it's hard to kind of judge Anthem at the moment but we'll talk about that a little bit later uh, number four hugely popular pornographic website Pornhub is back again with another annual breakdown in an impressively detailed report that covers everything from traffic statistics to uh, top-searched titles, I guess I can say. Revealed the PS4 users are still gaming's biggest wankers. Whoop. Well done, everyone. So the the breakdown is... Porn, that porn. Basically, for, this is for consoles connecting to the internet to look at Pornhub. Uh, Nintendo Wii U. Is it 4.6%? What, still? Yeah. I guess that's a good way. Like, no one's ever going to look at the Wii U. You can look at the filthiest yeah, shit on yeah, Wii U yeah, and that's get away where, with it. That's where the furry porn is. <laughs> uh, 3DS is at 0.7%. That must be, like, the youngins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Vita is at 7.3%. The Xbox is at 33%. And the PlayStation is at 54.4%. Now, obviously, that break, to me, anyway, is because PlayStation has sold twice as much as Xbox. It just makes sense that PlayStation would have... Um, but the next graph is what's interesting. Change in traffic. So have a look in change in traffic. So uh, in, so Xbox has increased 4.4%. Uh, sorry, 4% since last year. PlayStation has gone down 3%, however. Vita, up 50%. So there's no game, so everyone's trying to find a use for their Vita. Like, I don't like, know, well, what can I do with my Vita? I'm just going to pound it out. Yeah. And obviously the 3DS dying has brought that down 50%. And the Wii U, although mm. still uh, oddly going strong, mm. you know what I'm saying, no. um, gone down 6%. Yeah. I've never ever considered using my uh, PlayStation for pawns no me either I, just, just, I don't know why I would yeah I, mean, I can't really put put it any other way I just never cross doesn't my seem it doesn't make sense uh, before we indulge too much <laughs> about too much info wanking habits <laughs> uh, last bit of news media mo- <laughs> molecule are still saying that dreams will have its beta in 2018 we are 15 days away Yeah, so when we met year. with uh, one of the devs at PAX, thank you very much once again for taking the time to have a chat with us, he he mentioned, he was adamant that it was coming this mm. year. Adamant. And that was at the start of November. Yeah. So, like, and we still see nothing nothing yet. You know, maybe they'll do a sneaky and drop it at, like, the 30th of Jan. <laughs> January. Like, oh, sorry, December, they'll be like, ha, ha, ha. Happy New Year, here's Dreams. Yeah. I, I, is it, having played Dreams now and having seen how it works, mm. I'm going to dive all up in on that beta. Yeah. I'm not very good at it. I, I'm not that artistic, but I, I, I would, I wouldn't, I'd be interested in, in trying because it might, it's a different way to play a game mm. rather than just run around. You're like, oh, I'm going to build this sick level. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Build, It'd be fun to play like community levels. Dreams, and, and then we can do an episode like levels Dreams. Up. Yeah. Levels that other people have built. Mm. You know, really cool stuff. Yeah, I'm going to rely on everybody else. And people like recreating. I imagine there'll be a lot of nostalgic recreations in dreams of stuff as well. Uh, top selling games for last week. Number 10 back in it is GTA 5. Number 9, NBA 2K19. Number 8, Spider-Man. Number 7, FIFA 19. Number 6, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number 5, Battlefield 5. Number 4, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Number 3, Just Cause 4. Number 2, Spyro. Number 1, Red Dead. So... 
uh, Rockstar have Red Dead and GTA in the top selling now. Very nice. No God of War won't again. No God of War. It's weird response to the game of the year. <laughs> yeah. It's because everyone played it. Probably. Yes. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it for the news, Ryan. Unless there's anything more you want to add? No. As we have a chat to the players about our top anticipated games for 2019. <gasps> oh, I just stubbed my, my, my heel into the chair and it fucking hurt. That, you're excited. Oh. Uh, so, we, so how we're doing this is we've got, first off, uh, confirmed. <coughs> we've got five each. Like, they've come so out. Pa- oh, also, Patreon supporters that are watching, be sure to jump in. Mm. What? As a Patreon supporters, be sure to jump in with their... Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so we've got five each that are, have dates for next year. Uh, and then we're just going to have a section for stuff that is pretty reasonably expected to be sometime Yeah, just, just the bullshit ones. Just yeah. the up-in-the-air ones. Yeah. Well, not, like, way out there, but, you know, it's pretty... It's like, look, no the, Death the, Stranding. Yeah. That's not coming in 2019. But it's other not. games that are... It's pretty pretty safe bet yeah. that they'll be out sometime next year. So... Anyone? Do you want to kick we did, we this didn't even, We didn't even show each other our lists yet. No. Here you go. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you just showed me Facebook notifications. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to kick things off, Hall? You go. All right. Kicking things off. Uh, mine are in date order, just because it was easier for me. Yeah, I, I don't want to rank that. them one to five. I just ranked them. Yeah, I'll do the same thing. Yeah. These yeah. are just ones that can catch my eye. I, so did, I did write my dates <laughs> down. So. First for me is Resident Evil 2 Remake, coming out on January 25th. Um, although I'm not a massive Resident Evil like fan in terms of the history, fucking love seven. I fucking loved four, and having played two at PAX, it looks like four and seven had a baby, and it's called Resident Evil Two. Okay. And I'm like, I want more of this. I'll, I'll get back into it when they do three. Yeah, was three the one for you? Nemesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the first one I played. No, yeah, I think that was the first one I played. So it has a very special. Nice. Place so like, yeah, ha- it, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Uh, in, in in Nemesis, like you, you got the transitions of like going upstairs, you get the little cutscene. Zombies couldn't follow you up there, so like you fight the Nemesis, you're like, I'll just go up the stairs, but he can come up the stairs. And <gasps> that moment, as a kid, that's like, that's when your voice breaks. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just don't expect it. So ha- having not played Resident Evil Two because it wasn't allowed, parents, uh-huh. with their valid reasons. Playing GTA instead. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> so I never played Resident Evil 2 growing up. So I don't have that nostalgia or, or that love. So, like, friends of the show, like Zach from um, well, uh, well Played and uh, Brendan from 8 Bit, they are both huge fans of it previously. So, like, coming to this, they're just like <gasps> just drooling at the mouth. Yeah. See, for me, it was coming and I play, like, there's something about. Resident Evil like it's the whole like survival with the puzzles like that stuff is uh, maybe it's something that I need and they're not being able to move while shooting well they've changed that they've, they've, oh, pulled, they? they've pulled the tank oh, okay. shooting so it's very it's a little bit improved it say it's improved over four mm. so it's the over, over the shoulder stuff You see, it still slows you down okay yeah. caps all of a sudden but you can't doesn't lock you in place assuming you want to have a, have a drink Uh, yeah, so and it looks gory as shit. Look yeah. crazy, like just bonkers, bonkers bloody. Cool. This shit. I think, I think, I think the jet, the thing in this is fucked. Because I keep going down. <laughs> we'll start count a tally on how many times you have to readjust the chair. Right. Uh, but yeah, so for that reason, like I'm super stoked on that. Um, give me that. Cool. Uh, my first one is Metro Exodus. <coughs> I did put that on my list too. You did. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Are you going to play the first two? Well, I bought them, like when you yeah. did. 
I just haven't done it. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like I said, they're so good at the atmospheric. Not not just your your jump scary horror, and it's not like your outlast. You kind of where you gotta like you can't defend yourself and you gotta hide. It's just and the scarce like you're always because ammo is currency in in the metro world. Mm-hmm. So you want to buy something. It's like well, that's only gonna leave me with like three clips. Like, is it the trade-off worth it? I don't know. So it's really cool. Um, so it, you're always like every firefight. You're like, I'm using too much ammo. I need to be smarter about how I play. I need to like try to get more precision kills. I need to avoid engagements where I can because I'm just I'm getting low on ammo. And if you're out of ammo, you're fucked. You're fucked. Uh, and the whole when you go on the surface, you got to have a gas mask on because it's still irradiated, but you've got like filters that you have to change that only last like five minutes. So it's like, well, fuck, I'm on the surface. I've only got one filter left, which means I've got like five minutes. I need to find another. It's just a lot of, it just does so much right. And while I don't entirely agree with making it open world. I think it's for open world. For open world. Uh, I am confident that they're going to deliver something really special yeah so I think that uh, rather than like a full open world say like your GTAs or your witches or something like that I think they're going more of the uh, traditional God of War like, the God of War the Tomb raider sort of thing kind of like what they did in like Uncharted the uh, Lost Legacy you know how yeah. it's like linear and there's that bit yeah. of open world Re- part Last Light may have already done that I haven't played Last Light yeah. yet you know, 2033 was very linear like because you're in the metro most you're in the subway most of the time so it's you know, there's a couple of different ways you can mm. go, but it's you go into A to B. Uh, Last light may have expanded that. I don't know. I haven't played it yet. Yeah. So uh, what caught my what caught my eye, funny enough, about Metro Exodus was it just looked so visually stunning. Like when we saw it at E3, and sort of the weird little dog creature thing, and all the snow. It just looked so good. And it is also using the. It's one of the big staple games for the the new RTXs, which yep. is the, the new line of Nvidia graphics cards with the ray tracing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's rad. No, no, fucking no. It's computers uh, and Excel spreads. Some shit. but like if they can make it ha- look half as good as they have on PC on PC on mm. PS4 yeah yep. keen for that one just it, it's a very atmospheric mm. series and I'm very very excited and which is good because there's nothing in January I want to there's nothing I want now until mid-feb so I can get through this Game Pass library like yes like outside, like of, outside of um, spoilers for my list outside of Resident Evil the January has nothing like I don't give two fucks about Kingdom Hearts no, like I try I, as I said before I want to love Kingdom Hearts but it's just surrounded with all this garbage I've seen a screen grab of all the Kingdom Hearts characters like you know ready for battle and Donald's got a fucking deagle he's, <laughs> he's, a, got, he's got like a pistol and he's like looks just savage yeah. I'm like what is happening to this series and like you know and I want like, I, I want to dive in like the Toy Story world and all this stuff but I don't care I know because we, we <laughs> side note because um, Disney's now on Stan so we've watched like, Millie and I Millie James and I watched a couple of Disney movies yesterday we watched like uh, Toy Story uh, Little Mermaid and mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast Man, like Little Mermaid, like it's a good film. Also mm. fucked because she's sixteen the whole time mm. and she just rocks up naked on a beach and he's mm. like, "I want to marry you." Yeah. Um, I mean, I do the same. Thing. I would do the same thing. Cause I mean, wait, Errol, Errol, Errol's babe. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, but like the the conflict in that movie takes like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Like it's all this build up and then Ursula's there as a human and then she's like, "Want to get married this afternoon?" He's like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Yeah. And they and then they have to do all this shit and it literally fifteen, not even twenty minutes, and yeah. then it's and everyone's happy credits. I'm like, Ursula I'm, was a great villain. Though. I remember this movie. Oh, she's fantastic. I remember this movie being so much longer. Yeah, but it's not. It's like really short and it's mm. really fucked. Mm. And then Millie watched Bambi and I'm like, nah. <laughs> Mother, 
I need to cry. I, 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 I need to cry, but not, I, don't, I, need, I don't need a dick. I don't need Bambi a, a band to cry. Bambi is my least favourite Disney yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm a big fan. No, not because not of the... I, just, I think it's fucking boring. Mm. I hate it. It's just dumb. I don't like Dears. Yes, it's, 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 <laughs> I have no emotional you know attachment You know what's baffling, deer. though, is that came out in, like, the 40s. Yeah, that so movie's Snow, 80. So did Snow White. Yeah, Snow White was 1939. Mm, that was the first, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, that's almost a, almost 100 years old. Yeah. And it still holds up. Mm. Isn't that amazing? It will be a, we'll, we'll see the deck, the century in our lifetime. Yeah. If, I hope. I amazing. 100 yeah. years of Snow White. Mm. Fuck. Good film, too. I like Very it. good film. You're up. Uh, <laughs> I forgot my thing. Uh, my next was Maker Exodus with, with Feb 15. Okay, what do you want me but to do? But also then? coming Sorry. on that day, because I put six, because I knew I thought we'd have some double ups. Okay. Um, I put down Far Cry A New Dawn. Okay. Uh, mostly because it's going to fill the void until Rage, because it looks like Rage without being Rage. Mm. Um, having not finished Far Cry 5, though, I kind of want to go back to that, but I also can't be fucked. It's too big. It's too big. It's just too big. And this looks like to be this the nice sort of bite size that is like he's like a, a small map yeah like or maybe even the same map it's just like we we've not we're not trying to break anything it's just his new stuff and yeah, a new yeah. coat of paint yeah. um so i think i think it's it'd be a fun bright coat of paint a lot of games are doing that at the moment yeah i think and when everyone saw rage they were like oh why the fuck aren't we doing that yeah well, yeah so it looks like yeah so it looks as if they've gone the same route as rage with the whole let's go super bright and colorful it is post post-apocalyptic um it does that as a result, that contains fucking massive spoilers for the end of Far Cry 5, which I didn't know about because I didn't finish it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. But no, it looks fun. It looks silly. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of what I'm after. Maybe in mm. February, I might be after some, some, some sillies. I've got Anthem, I suppose. I intentionally 22nd. left Anthem off my list. Uh, Paul also has it on his list, <laughs> as does Max. Mm-hmm. So Max did play the beta. Oh, did he? He fucking loved it's it. It's in closed beta. It was closed beta, yeah. yeah. Right. There is an open beta coming in January or the yeah, early I thought, I suppose, I will try the open beta. Mm-hmm. Cautiously optimistic, but I don't want to get too deep into it because a few weeks later, there's a title I'm actually really excited yeah. for. So, um, and I don't... Like the, the, <clears throat> these types of games are just like... I really enjoy them for like a month. Like, it's my life for a month. And then it's just like... Then it becomes the end game kind of grind. And I'm just like... Yeah, look, I, I I don't think I've ever really enjoyed these games as a service setups because I don't have the attention span or I end up not giving a fuck. And like, so, you know, even though I will get to this, some, some of these kind of play, and play a role later, but like Destiny as an example, I'm like, this plays really, really well. Mm. And then I got bored mm. and then I bounced, mm-hmm. you know, and then like Division, I'm like, Division's fucking rad. And then I got bored. Then I bounced. Yeah. And like, because like the whole grind thing or just playing the one game forever doesn't really seem to interest me. Mm-hmm. And I think that the anthem will be exactly that. I think it'll just be destiny in third person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just how it plays, really. I mean, I'm not expect. I say I'm not expecting a good story, but it is OG Bioware who do great see, one, stories. See, once again, it's Bioware in name only. All the people that you know from Bioware don't work there anymore. I thought it was the original team. No, like it's the, it's just the Bioware team. Yeah, but like the good Bioware team, not yeah. Mass Effect. Well, that Andromeda that was team. yeah, that was different. That was different. But like, the point I'm making is like I get what you're saying. All the people, the, the Bioware. This is the one. The Bioware people that you would love from your Knights of the Old Republic, from you know you go your way back machines. Also on Games Pass. Oh, mm. oh. Mm. Um, it's kind of this. Oh, okay, 
it's not the same people anymore. So yeah, yeah, I get that. All, it's it's the same thing. So when um, Neil Druckmann and whatnot eventually leave Naughty Dog, it's not. The it same won't be the dog same Naughty Dog anymore. Yeah, I get that. Whether it might still make good stuff, mm. but it won't be the same Naughty Dog anymore. Yeah. I mean, like it looks really nice, and it the gameplay really could be the gameplay could be really fun. Yeah. Um, and I was looking through the rest of the year, I'm like, because I, ne- I needed a fifth, and I'm like, oh, there's nothing else really I'm that keen on, so I just put Anthem. With dates. Uh, yeah. yeah, Anthem, I suppose. Because dates, as far as Apple so right now, like, there's, you know, January and February, he's got a lot of dates, April. Got up until yeah, about just May, before mid-year, yeah. before the dates kind of drop off. There's not a lot confirmed for late next year, other than, obviously, Call of Duty. Yes, yeah. <laughs> not confirmed, but we... It's coming. Come on. But yeah, Anthem, not on my list. Yep. Intentionally, not on my list. Uh, you've done three, <sighs> haven't you? Oh, but you were six, though, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, my next one is Rage 2. Oh, hang on. Not April. No, it's not. It's Days Gone. Wait, no, it's not. It's The Division. Well, you've just spoiled your entire list. Spoilers. Uh, next up is The Division 2. You literally uh, just said these games as a service don't do it for uh, you. Yes, but like I love the aesthetic of The Division. And I'm going to really it's enjoy it. It's my next one. Yeah, I'm, like, I got my the last two dates are all back for some reason. Um, next up is The Division 2, mostly because it looked really cool. I did enjoy playing it. I enjoyed playing it a lot. The only problem with, with me and my schedule is I don't play it enough to, to, to stay steady. Mm-hmm. And maybe now that you're working, we might be able to stay at a same point yeah. but essentially what happens with all these games is i play with friends friends get ahead of me i pick up my ball and go home mm-hmm. that's fair <laughs> and like i'm hoping that we might be able to do the opposite with, the, with division two i loved hang on <laughs> that's like fourth time yeah. i love the division i loved the somber feel of it running around by yourself mm. through the snowy streets of new york city um the gameplay was good. They need to move away from the bullet sponge enemies in the late game. That, and that's the thing that boring. I can't stand. I can't stand bullet sponge. But I think that was the main criticism, and I'm, I'm hopefully they've taken it on board. Um, but it also did get, while I did enjoy the zone you were playing in, it did get very bland to look at and kind of, where am I again? Because this street looks like eight of the other but that's n- like that's New but York, I get that's, that's New, York. New York as well yeah. but now being in Washington it seems to have a little bit open. more colour variance in it um, different colour palette like we've seen green <laughs> I don't think we saw green in the first mm. division at all other than inside um, yeah it just it, it looks cool I like the first one and the dark zone is one of the best ideas uh, probably not the best implementation as they were kind of figuring it out in the Division 1 but the idea of the Dark Zone is so fucking cool mm. and being in there by yourself <coughs> is really stressful yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have managed to extract a few things from there by myself sorry I was looking that's at, also uh, on yeah, Paul's also yeah but the whole you know doing the stuff getting the loot getting to the extraction point waiting for the helicopter keeping an eye out for the other people that are going to be coming for you it's the waiting for the extraction that kills me yeah but it's in, it's just intense um, yeah the division one was a great foundation and I think the division two is going to hopefully uh, deliver on all cylinders. me too that's what that's what I, I hope I do does hope it pushes and does something rad mm. me yeah and oh and also I'm, I'm pretty sure our lovely friends Ubisoft will help us out hopefully thanks, they, Sh- they did thanks Shane no uh, Wildlands they helped us out with very nice they were g- g- incredibly generous with Wildlands mm-hmm. we got like four copies of that bad boy with the season pass yes we could all amazing, play together absolutely amazing I did go back to uh, I think I did yeah, I went back to it a little while ago with my son it's so oh, good good times it's a good world it's a uh, great world actually it is yeah very big it's so huge but yeah 
that's right. Fuck uh, Next for me is the Sinking City for March twenty first. Have you the fuck have is you the seen Sinking this at City? All? No. No. The trailer's fucking amazing. Mm. You're a private investigator, uh, and the trailer you, you wake up in this town, no one's alive, and it's pretty much all the stories of HP Lovecraft are infecting this town, and Ooh. you need to investigate like where they're coming from and why. And the trailer is so good. Just a lot of little things in the background. You're like, oh, that's from this Lovecraft. Oh, that's that. Because I know Call of Cthulhu launched not too long ago, which I think was maybe similar in premises. But The Sinking City looks absolutely fantastic. I actually want to watch the trailer with you when we're done here. Right. Um, the trailer looks so... Yeah, mine will boot it up. just seems real, like a fresh kind of gameplay yeah. system. Um, I forget who's developing it, which is really bad. But it looks really, really good. Really creepy. The whole like you know, it it certainly sounds intriguing. Like the the camera angle from like behind a door, and he opens it, and you see him, but it pans around, and the door's leading to somewhere else. And the trailer actually does a full circle loop of like what you see at the start and what it ends at. Ooh. And really cool. And I just thought it'd be nice to put on something that's not one of these big. Yeah, mine yeah, all it's, cer- it's, cer- it's not a triple A game, but it certainly has. It looks kind of like how Hellblade kind of did with Three Ninja Theory. It's okay. not a triple A game, but it looks like a quality triple A. Yeah, but Sorry, having, having said that, it was a CGI trailer, so who knows? Mm. But it looks very good. Uh, for me, as I mentioned, because I nicely spoiled my entire fucking list. Mm. Next day's gone. Uh, Didn't make mine. Well, you having played it mm. now, at that, that boosted up on the list. Okay. Um, you know, I said being a, a, a Sony first party, I was it was already on my radar anyway. Yep. But then getting to PAX and being the first thing that I played because I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, is it <laughs> And like it's a whole it's a whole big thing, and everyone and everyone's like piss farting around, going off to and I'm like, there's no one here. I'm gonna play did all I, day. Did I imagine this? Yeah. And then I run and guys like, oh hey man, welcome to Days Gone. I'm like, hey. I didn't know this girl. He's all just showing trailers, or can I actually play? Yeah, he's like, something? no, it's playable. Come on in. We've got showing like a, a horde mode and a story mode. But how's it feel? It's good. Good. Plays good. Yeah. Dude. yeah I, like, I'm ready to be pleasantly surprised. I'm not like shitting on it or anything. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm like, yeah. See, the other thing is, I've I've not watched anything about this game. Like, you know, they're like, hey, yeah. Game Informer's got two hours of gameplay. We've got this. We've got this. I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah, me. No. Nah. So you're like, learning. Yeah, so having then... You're learning the ways. Having then played it, I'm like, oh, this is fucking dope. Uh, you know, granted, there is some you know, other places I've talked about, the stupidity of riding a bike in a zombie apocalypse. It's still cool. Maybe it's it, like, maybe, maybe there's a reason yeah, for that. It's the walking sons of a, dead anarchy uh, thing. <laughs> like, a better name coming. Anarchy dead gone. Yeah, sons of the dead anarchy. I don't know. Mm. Walking of the sons of... Uh, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's, of the sun. it's 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 dig it's it's, it's dope. Yeah, I dig it. Like I, I, how did it run though? Uh, like, it had one little hiccup, and that was just as you, which was really weird. It was just as you come around a corner on your bike, like in a cutscene of all fucking things. Okay, bit of a hiccup there, but it was it wasn't too jarring. Because yeah. my my concern is because I haven't watched much either. I watch like the like whatever's been at E three. Yeah, basically. Um, with that amount of zombies on there, I'm like, ooh, that's going to hurt the frame rates. Mm. And I'm not much on frame rates, but I know when it fucking stutters. Yeah, there, there is, with those big swarms, because like I said, there was two modes, a story mode and a horde mode. The horde mode was, like, fucked. I like Mo- horde mode. Mostly because, you, like, you throw grenades, like, you know you're killing zombies, but... It just doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like it. doesn't feel like it. So you're just like, 
This is really it gets incredibly overwhelming. Mm. But in the story mode, it was lo- it was a, there was a lot more spread out. So you're like going in, you know, shanking them, taking out a couple one by one. So okay. it feels like okay, these are manageable. These you have a like hundred on screen. Yes, yeah, so unlike clickers, you know, from The Last of Us, like that you they see you, you're fucked. Mm. Where these can see you and you can still hold your own. Yeah. So like even if you do happen to get spotted, you can take it out reasonably easily, and it, and it feels good to take them down. Um, so that way you, you do it does it did fill me with a bit of false sense of confidence mm-hmm. going like cool I'm checking, taking these guys out doing no major issues at all then I move into the horde mode and I'm like alright cool I'll just do it. Oh. fuck <laughs> and then like because we were given I think it's a 10 minute 10 minute session yeah. so it was it was this awesome process of elimination it was like alright I'm gonna just lay lay your waist into it that didn't do enough throw grenades in there that didn't do enough oh actually what if I lay a bunch of traps and then I'm like alright cool and then as they come toward the trap I'm still gonna shoot them still gonna is, can no. you multiplayer horde mode or is it no, all no it's all solo? single player I believe oh, interesting I love me a good horde mode mm. but multiplayer horde modes single player horde modes just like fuck with my heart mm. <laughs> and then it came to like alright well what if I oh, I'll place the bike here so I do all that I get on the bike and I fucking fang it cool I fucking got stuck in like I got I got stuck in the thing so as I tried to jump on the bike they just tear me off the bike I'm like alright fuck try it again get on the bike scooting around the side I'm like ha 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 I'm gonna ride right through I, I hit a brick wall of zambies and I get mushed and then it's like credits I'm like that sounds fun I don't have on my list I've got nothing for April so I will definitely buy it and check it out yeah I, I, I imagine it'll come our way I'm, I'm yeah I'm I want to be surpri- yeah. presently surprised. If there's a collector's, I'm probably going to pick it up because I imagine it's going to mm. be um, a deacon on a bike. Does, and I think that'd be great. Sorry, on the does Metro have a collector's? Uh, I don't know. Give a look. That's probably one of the only games next year I would actually not 2033. Probably one of the only games that you would consider. But I haven't seen anything about it. Me either. Spartan Collector's Edition. Oh, let's have a quick squiz. Hey, everyone paying attention. Seven hundred dollars. <throat> Not really. Show me something cool. Oh, oh it comes with a statue and like it's a, a bookend, but it's like you're holding a, a bre- oh. that looks cool. Oh, that is that an EB Games though? Maybe. What's included? Yeah, dog tag, uh, some Spartan patches. patches you're a Spartan. If you just go down, you'll you'll see the full list there. That's scrolling. Uh, Archival postcards. That's okay. That plays into the game. Bespoke packaging. So it's in like a radiation. Comes in a gigantic barrel-shaped package. Premium quality. That's a cool statue. Yeah, that's dope. That's cool. <coughs> Sorry for the tangent. So you're about to go. You're about to go uh, Christmas shopping after this. Swing by EB Games. I, can't. I just put an Xbox. No, you, no just put, lay, lay money down. Just put like ten bucks down. Mm. Put the minimum. Don't don't fucking put hard and on then it. I'll after pay it. <laughs> yeah. When it comes out. Then cancel your pre-order. <laughs> after afterpay pay is the best it's thing. so dangerous and i love i saw the i saw the current affair thing where they're grilling like the afterpay they're like did you know 80 percent of your customers are in financial trouble and it's like it's not my fucking problem we, they we offer, the terms we and offer them a service they yeah. agree to those terms conditions like this isn't it's you know but it's not predatory doing one of their expose kind of things and i'm i'm like fully with after i'm like it's not your problem man that's like yeah it's like a business it's kind of like the same thing as Dan Murphy's. Yeah. We sell alcohol. Do you know like 90% of the people that buy your alcohol alcoholics? Good. They When they walk into the store, they fit all the criteria to purchase the alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's not up to us to deny them. If they have their ID and they're sober, they can buy whatever the fuck they want. 
It's that simple. What they do, what they do with it afterwards, they can drink it, they can shelve it, they can do beer, uh, butt bongs if they want. They shove it up their ass. I don't care. Yeah, we don't care because we got their money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last one for me is Rage Two. Yeah, me too. Now I was, I think I said it on last week's show that initially I gave zero fucks about this game. I was like, whatever, it just looks dumb but the more i see i'm not actively looking at things but the more like game awards had a new trailer and i think e3 had another trailer the mm. more i see them i'm like this actually is starting to look really really cool and it does i'm not looking any more into it <laughs> but it looks cool maybe that'd be a cool collector's edition as well i haven't actually seen it uh it's, it's a head on the wall that talks to you kind of like you oh, might, really? remember like the, remember like the fish, the that fish would, yeah. it's like that but it's a monster in the game and it's Does it cuss uh, I don't think so. <laughs> hey, fuck wit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck all. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, it look, yeah, it's, it just <clears throat> it looks like I'm I mainly play very serious and somber games. A lot of what I play is just very yeah adult. I guess is the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I want to make room for more just whimsical, light-hearted, dumb fun. And that seems to be what Rage Two is going to be. Rage One is on. Games Pass. Oh. I don't know how it that is compared it's, to the how story Rage 2 ties, is shaping up. It's the story's tired. I mean, like gameplay wise. I think it's drastic improvements and and, um, and color palette. Yeah, but I mean, like the what kind of humor they're using mm. in it. Like what kind of mood is. But I'm like, I don't have to pay to try it, so I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rage Two is the last one of my five. Yeah, so Rage Two came at a place for me because it was. Well, yeah, like I looked, that looked really cool, but playing it, that was what sold it for me. Like, because although it is being produced primarily by Avalanche and they have put the ID name on there, I think ID have just given them the game, the game engine. Well, not the game engine because they're running on uh, the Just Cause one. I, mm. I learned like yesterday. Um, that makes sense. Just Cause seems to play. Yeah. So, but the, 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 I think they've given them the shooting systems mm. and gone. This is the ID tech. Yeah. gun system. This is how we do Doom. This is how we do Doom. So when you play it, it feels like Doom. Yeah. And it fucking plays like Doom. And it's so good. Doom is tight. And that because like, the guns are heavy, the sound design is solid, yeah. and then you're in this cool, crazy, fucking dumb, beautiful, brightly yeah. coloured world. And you have a little frisbee thing that fucking you throw it and it decapitates people and it comes back. It just looks like over-the-top dumb. Yeah, it looks dumb. And I'm I, so, I'm, totally want it. I need to play more of that stuff, I yeah. think. Uh, that's, do you have... No, you've gone through all your five? My five? Uh, yes it is so but Paul's 5 with dates in the chat was Anthem Rage 2 Division 2 Ghost of a Tale I don't know what that is and DMC 5 the Devil May Cries what's Ghost of a Tale let me have a look no oh, idea well I'm Devil May Cry you remember being Devil May Cry man nah couldn't give a shit because uh, um, Ghost yeah. of a Tale Xbox One an independent action RPG video game developed primarily by uh, DreamWorks and Universal Pictures veteran Lionel Seath Gallet okay uh, come on, bring it up. Let's go. Laptop's fast, internet is not. Uh, the game is set centuries after a cataclysmic event known as the War of the Green Flame during this time of series of Ball of Emerald Fire and an origin spread across the world. This sounds cool. Paul, I'm going to look that up. Um, now, Damien Holdies has also jumped on the Facebook and he mentioned that Resident Evil 2 Remake is his big one. He just says Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yes, thanks. And he also said, oh, and don't forget the Battletoads remake. But that hasn't got a date yet. So that's a nice transition okay. into the next part. Now, these are just games that... Oh, as my chair goes down again. Um, games that don't have a date, but they look pretty fucking cute. Yeah, I only got three, really. Because... Uh, 
Yeah, I have three. Yeah, <laughs> I, I put it. Three, I, may, maybe four. Um, and then put one, one. One of my my first one is Ghost of Tsushima. I got a couple. Yeah, I think it's pretty reasonable that it's going to release next year, just from what we've seen. Yep, and from where like all Sony's other first party stuff that we know of, which I think is just Days Gone has a date. Yeah, so what, as far what they have in the works, Days Gone has a date. Even the ones we got left. So if you look at the what first parties you got left, you got Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, De- or Death Stranding, not a first party, but it's there. Yeah. Dreams. That's it. That's what we know of. That's what we know of. <laughs> yeah. So, f- and following... Then, then there's whatever uh, Santa Monica's working on, whatever Insomniac's going to be which, working which on. Which I think will be PS5 uh, stuff. Whatever Guerrilla Games is working on, probably all next-gen yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, so what I'm thinking is, because, you know, the two... Oops, fuck, we'll go there. The two that I have on there for PlayStation exclusives are Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima. They are coming Same. out next year. It's pretty much a given at this point. I think, uh, you know, um, my my opinions on it are pretty close to other people as in Ghost of Tsushima is the end of year game, probably mm. around October or November. Um, and Last of Us is mid-year. I would have thought to swap them. Oh, really? I don't know. I thought that they would have liked to at least have some kind of separation between Days Gone and The Last of Us. It would make sense, but I, I, I think... I mean, f- uh, from... From the surface, they seem very similar, but when you they're very, very different games. Mm. Like, I imagine they are anyway. On the surface, yeah, look, it's a zombie thing, but how they go about it is extremely different. But I still would have thought they would have liked to kind of push them apart. Yeah. I, I, having said that, Naughty Dog releases when the fuck they want to release. Yeah, exactly. And you don't question it either. And I think, you know, although that they're not going to have a presence at E3 next year, I think if they can just unload a fucking quality title at E3 time and be like, we're not here, but here's this. Oh, no, I don't think... I, I'd like to see them stick to their guns and go, we're not there. No, they're, no they're not there. They don't go there at all. No, but, but nothing. Like, yeah. no, that's what I mean. Nothing. I was thinking for a whole month of June or July that it's not there. They're, they're nothing. Just nothing. Oh, or they do it their own thing. Not during E3. Not, hey, PlayStation, we're not here. Uh, hey, E3, we're not here, but here's a trailer for that. Just... If they don't want to be at E3, don't be there. Mm. Do your own thing. Uh, I mean, I mean, not to, to tie it in with E3. I mean, just drop it at that time. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? Everyone else at E3, they're like, they're like, well, with, with Sony, not with Sony not here. All the fucking focus is, is on us and what we can do. Like, look at all these games. Oh fuck, The Last of Us is dropping. Or like during E3, Sony are like, hey, we're doing PSX now. <laughs> like right now like Microsoft they conf- drop Microsoft conference is starting and then Sony are like hey PSX right now yeah. come and watch like, we dir- got The Last of Us we got Death Stranding we got Ghost of Tsushima we got dates for all three come and check and it out and some shit you haven't even heard of yeah. like a PS4 want to know what Sony Santa Monica is doing come and watch us right now we'll tell you oh what a kick in that the would dick be, that would that'd be that'd be pretty cool that'd be rad that, but that kind of like brings the fangs back out a little bit because they've gotten very chummy kind of like there's we used to have a lot of like you know the companies take kind of jabs at each other mm. and stuff like that but everything's kind of chummy at the moment and I'd like to see the fangs come back out from both sides I'd say while, while, yeah. while everyone getting along is very good for gamers and everything like that having that bit of like the little bite to it kind of pushes them and go, oh well I'll fucking I'll show you mm. well we're gonna do this and like, oh well, okay well we're gonna do this hey Twitter did you see we did this when they did that and like, Ooh. Well, Xbox kind of did that like when, when PlayStation were like we won't be at E3 they're like we'll see you at E3 well, I mean, it's, it's, it's still like yeah, kind of a bit of sass bit of sass yeah. Not like a, I'd like to say a bit more sass between the companies yeah. but then that just kind of also fuels the the console wars which I'm also fucking hate well now you see we have the luxury of not being part of those wars correct even though we run a PlayStation show so oops uh 
I didn't put it on my list, but I'm sure it's on yours. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is on my list. <laughs> also on Paul's list in the chat there. Uh, yeah. Doom with grappling hooks. Yeah. It, for, me, for me, it's just, I just want more soundtrack. <laughs> it, it, the game can play like butt. And if it's like, hey, Mick Gordon's back and he's got another yeah. soundtrack, I'm like, can I pre-order it now? Doom is also on the Games Pass. Just Man, this is Josh the Games Pass Saunders. I spent a lot of time looking through it last night. You should make you, you get you and make a new show called The Games Pasta, and you just come and <laughs> preach a game for a Games Pass that week. Could do that. Hi, I'm Josh, and this week, this week in Games Pass, this week in this week in Games Pass, nothing, because yeah. they only do stuff like every two months. Yeah, it's 200, <laughs> it's like 200 games. You got a good start at least. Seven weeks of just. No, nothing new on Games Pass. Bye. See you next. No, week. but I mean, like you, you've got seven weeks of there's two hundred games to touch upon. But that's some, that's something way too much effort. Uh, yeah, Doom Eternal is just it's going. To it's be, be more Doom. It's gonna be tight. It's gonna be good. Mm. Like I haven't finished Doom One because I'm shit. You haven't? No. I'm just what? slack. I get so close like every time and yeah. then I stop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Strange. But then go back to that. Uh, speaking of in the Bethesda line though, I I do want to check out Wolfenstein Youngblood. Um, having Wolfenstein 2 be my game of the year 2017 yep. and loving it as much as I did mm-hmm. I'm like give me more of that a new order is on Games Pass at the moment fuck you and your Games Pass man <laughs> I spent like three hours just going <laughs> through it last night uh, <laughs> and, and keeping that around, around the idea of Wolfenstein uh, there is Wolfenstein Cyberpilot which is a VR Wolfenstein oh, yeah. game you know I don't know how it's going to go so I'm still waiting for Fallout 4 VR to come to PlayStation I don't think it ever will it, if it had it would have by now mm. a bit bummed on that one mm-hmm. but Fallout yeah. 3 is on Games Pass though so it's Fallout 4 no it's not it's come off oh has it mm-hmm. that's a shame it is a shame because I actually kind of felt like playing it <laughs> I actually updated it on the PS4 the other day uh, what else have I got on there? I got one for me, well, probably the last one for me is the Outer Worlds. Yeah, that's Obsidian. the new Obsidian one. Trying to contain the hype because the internet's just does what the internet does, and the whole over. I think it's an over analysis of that being a big shot at Bethesda. It's not. Like the trailer said from the creators of Fallout, they're like, "Oh, suck that Bethesda." The game, like, the, the game has been in production they, for a couple of years yeah, before like, all this kind yeah, of bullshit. But it's like, well, they did. Like work on the original Fallout, so why wouldn't it's they like say if I, that? If I had worked on Grand Theft Auto and I went to make a new game, it would be from the guy that worked on Grand Theft Auto. Like well, that's suck on that Rockstar. And I'm like, no, no, like I'm proudly promote. Like yeah. I'm using it as a pull to get you in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the game looks rad. It looks very, very cool. Uh, it does. It does. From a visual gameplay and a gameplay standpoint it does seem very New Vegasy. Mm-hmm. and New Vegas was fucking rad it was uh, but it you know it's obviously in space so you're going to have a bit more of a varied uh, environment and that's actually kind of what I don't like about the Fallout games <coughs> it's just seem they're very grey and brown mm. uh, which is why I like 76 because there's a lot of green and it's very but you know you're in a post-apocalyptic world so you don't expect big flourishing rainforest but you know what i mean like fallout 4 it's just it's just so grayscale just everywhere the outer world being in space looks very colorful looks very fun and also because it's in the space you know they can get a bit crazy with you know creature designs and stuff Um, but i do like how like the dialogue options are ripped straight from fallout new vegas with like just a head and your options there it looks cool i'm not gonna you know bet my life on it being fantastic but it looks fun. It, it's probably my my most anticipated game next year. Yeah, I'm keen, but it's a wait and see on, yeah. on Outer Worlds. Yeah. Um. Also put on the list just because of pure interest is Dying Light Two. Mm-hmm. First one was really sweet. 
It's fine. I couldn't Second one should keep be playing sweet. it though. Yeah. I think I put in probably five hours and then I just stopped feeling like wanting to play it. Anymore. Yeah, it did kind of... It, like, it was really cool and then it was also, it was also kind of... I don't know, something by the about time, it. By the time you get... If you want to go back to it, you got to start again because the controls are weird. Like, R1 is jumping. Yeah, it's very, very weird. <laughs> but I, initially, I was like, fuck these controls. But when you're playing it, it makes sense. It works. It, it just, totally it, works. It just works. Uh, yeah, and but look, it, it did. Look, but when you when you leave it and come back to it, it's very hard to get yeah. back into that. Yeah, and mindset. it looks as like if they're adding a lot more to the world in this mm. one. So they've obviously laid they've stuff, laid yeah. down the good the good base the good baseline of the controls and how it's going to play, and then they're just building on that, yeah. which should be really really rad. Yeah. Um, and finally, I put Blood and Truth, which is a PSVR game. Okay. Uh, it's it's made I think it's made by Sony London. They, so the, they did um so the guys behind the getaway that's it uh and they also lights. did the london heist in the london. in the vr worlds so for me it looks like vr the getaway yup i'm just looking at looking at it now <clears throat> like so it's got the same sort of like baldy brutal brute dude looking at it now is it like their mascot now, is he? i think so so i did try Key features, become an action hero, shape your character, explore an iconic and detailed London backdrop. Don't really agree with that iconic, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So the uh, like the London heist is by oh. far the standout of the VR world. Pins and needles in my foot, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is by far the standout of the, v- uh, in the of the games in the VR worlds. So for that reason, I mean, just it, it automatically in, into it. Um, and the getaway was dope. Great PS2 game. I don't think I ever played it. That's a shame. It's a real shame. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I just, VR's solid. VR's getting better and better, and I, I think this will be a nice push and improvement in the VRs. Mm. Any reason to pull it out and dust it off is pretty much is a big one. Uh, Paul James. <laughs> Paul James jumps in. He goes without dates. He got the Doom Eternal. Yeah. The Last of Us. Yeah. Ghost of Shima. Yeah. He chucked in Gears Five with the okay. Xbox and the Outer Worlds. So pretty much all of the same. I didn't even realize Gears Five had been announced. Uh, yeah, it got announced at uh, E3. I did too, didn't it? Hmm. I well, intentionally I, I, made I, my list very PlayStation focused. It had to come out. PlayStation was pretty much the only yeah, asterisks. Um, you know, Gears of War 1 to 4 is on Games Pass. It is. So I'll give that a go too. Uh, ben Baird did jump on Facebook and said, I'm really keen for Cyberpunk 2077 and Battle Scroll 6. I'm like, Not yeah, next year. Lol jokes, dude. Not next year. He's, no he's fucking has way. Has to be kidding. Ben? Ben? <laughs> What was it? Cyberpunk and Elder Scrolls. Oh, okay. Six, yeah. No, well, they said they said Elder Scrolls is after Starfield, and it's we like don't have a date. For, we don't have a date for Starfield yet, so that's a long way away. It is. All right, let's do this. Well, let us know what you are excited for uh, coming in 2019. Drop them in them comments below. You know, once again, we can be as silly as you want. You know, it doesn't have to have a 2019 date, or if you want, separate the two. It gives a bit of each. It's always nice. But um, <laughs> Paul James says in chat, so when do you guys debut the Games Pass cast? That's a fucking great name. Games Pass cast. That's right, actually. That is fantastic. Hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't have to be a long one. can be a nice short, like 15-minute show. Uh, but yes, those games are all coming out in 2019. Let's talk about what games are coming out this week in a section we call Coming to the Players, where we just straight up read the drop to you. New PlayStation games for December 18th, 2018. Atari Flash Black, Flash Black, Flashback Classics, PSV to digital. Battle Princess Madeline, PS4 digital. 
Beats Fever, PS4 Digital. Cook Serve Delicious 2, PS4 Digital. I'll find that one, actually. Does it? It's like Overcooked. I know, it's like a top-down thing. Uh, Dreamwalker, PS Vita Digital. Gun Club VR, PS Vita Digital. This is cool, actually. Yeah, like, all real guns, and you can actually, like, disassemble them. And then, like, see how they work and then reassemble them together. Ooh. It's got, like, every gun ever made. Ooh. It seems really cool. I'm not going to play it or buy Ooh. it, but in premise, it sounds really cool. Uh, Hellfront Honeymoon, PS4 Digital. London Detective Mysteria, PS Vita Digital. Sounds Japanese. <laughs> what are the, the Japanese games have very pretty boys on their covers. I'm just, just an observation. Nippon <laughs> Marathon, PS4 Digital. That is a weird thing. Japanese? Very Japanese. One Word by Paugi. PS4, PS Vita Digital. R-Type Dimensions EX, PS4 Digital. Raised, PS4 Digital. Scintillatron 4096, PS4 and Vita. That fucking hurt my head. VR Apocalypse, PS VR Digital. And Warhammer Vermintide 2, PS4 Digital. Yeah, Yeah, pretty pretty lacklustre week. Not much really got me excited. I'm fucking... I've got heaps to be excited for. Yeah, it's the game's pass. I am actually really excited to start playing Halo. Mm. Just... I, I don't know. It's it's just the name, and I've just never experienced it. Mm. And it is the Master Chief Collection, too, so it is like the upper It's one, two, three, and four, yeah. What is a lot of fun, though, because we have played it at work, uh, mm. there is a button that you press, and it goes between the original graphics and the new oh, graphics. Oh, does it really? That's cool. It's, um... Is it night and day? Oh, oh Yeah. Yeah, it's really. jarring, almost. As in, like, unplayable originally? In compa- like, just comparatively, like, oh. You'd have to start oh, wow. playing it on that and not see what it looks yeah. like. Okay. Apparently, the multiplayer in 3 is, like, the pinnacle of... So I'm excited to try that, too. And also Halo 5's on there, too. So I can just get all caught up on all it. Da- all the Halos. All the Halo. Yeah. Keen. That PlayStation conversation happened on a Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you want to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, join us on Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. Head over there, check out the tiers. might be something there that interests you. If you want to show the love of pop culture on your body, head to popculturist.com slash shop and we can buy shirts like this, like that, phone cases like this. Uh, and if you are a Patreon supporter, you can watch us record the show live you know, with next week. It's cool though. It feels nice. I don't want to ruin it. It's like a DJ. It's like a vinyl. Yeah, it's like it feels like a vinyl. It's good. Uh, and we are on Twitch, twitch.tv slash culture where you can watch us uh, play games. Watch uh, me play games primarily. Yeah. Reminder: next week is the last show for the year. We're taking questions and stuff on all the socials. You can find all the links for all that stuff down there. And you can finally get your your Christmas present I bought you mm. that I told you about two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what it could be. Who knows? Who knows? But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And that was for the players. And I am going to be the proud owner of the Gwent art book. Spoilers. Wait, what? What? <laughs>